All right, and we are back. Welcome to the Tank Rodrigo Show. Actually, I, I, I was thinking of a name and I wrote it down. The Tank and Friends Top 10 Tuesday Horror Pot of Horrorness. <laughs> Love it. I like that. I like that. All right. And of course, we're, I mean, I'm Tank Rodriguez. I'm joined by our, our co host for the horror show, Derek O, and probably the other co host, <laughs> which is probably going to involve into a thing. We got James here. How y'all doing today, guys? Good, man. How you doing? Doing great. And I know we're not going to touch on it too much. I know we're just talking about what we're recording. I made a boo boo. I made a slip up. And you only did nine out of the top ten. It's fine. <laughs> and like. We were saying before the show, it just means we have to do a, a second. Which a second we'll, we will we will do a roundup round, of that. Round you, round, round you. Yeah. Uh, or in are you are you know our number one listeners in the U- Ukraine would say, I don't know, I don't speak Ukrainian, but yeah, anyway, I was going to be really impressed though. For a second. <laughs> I was like, you did your research. I oh, I wish I did, but uh, but today you know I guess we'll jump right into it. We're talking about top ten. Uh, movie deaths or movie uh, death scenes from of a horror movie. Yep, goriest the, scenes, the goriest, best, goriest it, kills, the in best and goriest, the y'all best are, and the brightest. And I told you all again before we record, y'all are sick. Yeah, I watched these things. <laughs> I, wa- I watched these things today, and they were, I mean, over the weekend too. And I was eating sushi, and I was watching one of them, and I was just like, oh. We're gonna oh, turn that off. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, sushi's perfect. Uh, gory movie kill. Fish. No, it is not raw fish. That's perfect. That's right. That's enough. That'll get you every time. It, it did, especially if you eat it from a gas station. That's a sure. Oh yeah. Way to kill you. There's gonna be a different kind of gory that's horror it. show after that. Yeah. <laughs> gas station sushi kills you every time. But uh, and then of course before we get into it, I just want to say hello to our new friends listening to from the United Kingdom. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, I guess well, I guess we'll get right into it too. That way we don't have to draw this long any any longer than it needs to be. Uh, anybody want to go first? Well, I'll go first this time. Yeah. But I'm going to yeah. preface this. So I like to work within structure. James so ha- James has rules. Yeah. So I'm because a more anarchy. like I feel like there could have been a lot of ways you could have done this. Like I was talking to Derek about like some of the goriest kills in movies aren't even in horror movies like movies like robocop where you know murphy gets killed when he gets blasted apart that that scene is brutal when the executive gets blown away by ed uh, Ed 209 brutal he gets turned into hamburger meat like so but i also there's films like the kind of like i I was trying to steer away from movies like like the sort of art house psychological things like uh sallow or, or 100 days of sodom or antichrist which is probably i don't know if you've ever seen it but probably oh, one of yeah. the most unwatchable scenes in film history uh or irreversible when the guy gets his head caved in with the fire extinguisher so because they're not really and then there's movies like the guinea pig series movies from japan which are just nothing but gore and (laughs) awfulness like we could have done that like so i try to stick it away from like make it traditional horror movie kills because there's movies one of my all-time favorite movies period is this movie ricky O, the story of ricky and every scene in that movie could have I've been on this movie. list. <laughs> yeah. um, or that, Tokyo Gore Police. Yeah, that, that whole movie could have been yes. on the list. But it's so amazing. So this, yeah. but I, what I did is I meant, just made, went strictly with just sort of traditional horror movie kills. Okay. With a caveat. But we'll see. And was that your same preface on there? or? Yeah, I mean, I tried to go with, yeah, I think James and I talked, like most of our stuff is falling into the mainstream. There was a lot of stuff that I could put on there that either... Like, we definitely fall into kind of that art, independent film piece of it. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you have to have some parameters. I also think your your list could change depending on, like, the mood you're in for the day. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> I think depending on what you want, there there's one or two kills on, on mine that are not, maybe they're not the goriest, but they are really memorable. Yeah, and that's like, what I, that, I was saying with Derek. I, I when I finalized my list, I went, what are the kills that were, if somebody just asked me like out of the blue and like at a bar, like what are your favorite gory movie kills? They were the top 10 that just either stuck with me or I just felt were really memorable. When I first time I watched them, I was like, damn, that was very memorable. So, gotcha. All right. So there we well, go. well, then there you go. Uh, do you, ha- do you want me to read? A- oh, okay. Good deal. So, so we're so, going to go with number 10, right, first? Number okay. 10, yep. So Oh, so are yours actually in order this? Like, kind, kind, not really. Not but, really? Not really, but kind just, of. Just go with what would fall in your number 10. So starting off number 10 is from the movie Maniac. I'm sorry, did I steal your thunder? 
Not you, at all. Are you supposed no. to announce it? Okay. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad that you'll have a list. I'm just listening and learning here. All right. And this is pretty much y'all's show now. Learning about <laughs> what sick freaks we are. I, exactly. I just want to be around y'all and get that vibe. That's right. So, yeah, I went with, the, with, I think, probably one of the most famous legendary gore kills, um, which was when, in the movie Maniac, which, uh, if you've never seen, is uh, sort of a quintessential grindhouse Dirty, low down horror. So I take you're not going with the Elijah Wood remake. No, which I actually really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it too. But I really enjoyed, but I'm sticking with just clarifying for the general. Joe Spinell, rest in peace. One of the greatest faces in cinema history. But um, the sequence, the very famous sequence, when special effects uh, artist Tom Savini gets his head blown off by a shotgun. Yes. Which is still, I think, I think Savini himself claims it's still probably his favorite kill in any movie. It just looked. At the time, I remember seeing it when I was like 12 and being like, oh boy, that's re- going to affect me for life. So it was just really beautifully done. I mean, Savini is a master, um, kind of a garbage human being, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> he's a talented guy. We'll, 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 we'll give him Asterisk. his props. But, um, but yeah, I felt like everything, it's like in the sequence, the way they filmed it, it's so realistic, but also so over the top. So yeah. It definitely gets... I mean, and it isn't a spoiler, I mean, because the movie's been out for a while. Yeah, it's been around <laughs> but, uh, for 40 years. So. Yeah, but the way that guy jumps onto the car, yeah. it, it, like you were saying, the realism yeah. in it, I could believe like he actually got his head blown off. Absolutely. I mean, the way he was this very old country for old men about it without the sniper, you know, yeah. the sniper shoddy. But, like, it freaked me out. Yeah. Like, it really did freak me out yeah. the first time and, and I mean, it. And that's, uh, I mean, the great thing about Tom Savini, too, is he's just such a master of his art yeah. anyway. So the fact that, like, he appreciates that kill, like, yeah. Yeah, you something. know it's got to be good, right? Yeah. Because it's simple. I mean, it, it, it's simple in the sense of gun kills people. You know, that's a right. gun kills, kills a person. And, like, yeah, and the, I mean, you know, it's real world horror. Like, that's, like, you know. This isn't Johnny Depp getting sucked up by a bed. It's it like, could happen. It could happen. Yeah. It could <laughs> literally. True. And not only could it happen, but it's it's it happened has happened many times before. <laughs> and equally as gross when it does. Just <laughs> <throw that out. laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good. I mean, if that's your number, when I was thinking when I was looking over your list when you sent it to me, it's like if that's your number ten, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> like wait till you get to number one. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of uh, speaking of holy shit, that takes me to. Uh, my number nine, number ten, which I call uh, I call uh, the uh, dropping deuces kill. So, so this is these are two that stand out to me, and the only reason I thought of them is uh, a shout out to my uh, my friends, listeners in North Carolina, Mike and Nick. They uh, they were talking about their podcast, and it got me thinking about uh, about kills and, and uh, poops. Always funny, um, but the uh, scene in. Uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Five, where uh, Miguel Nunez is uh, in the Porter John. <laughs> and funny thing, both have like a Mexican food theme as well. Yeah, um, he's in there. He's just like he's got stomach issues, and he's like had one too many enchiladas, and he's like singing <laughs> to himself. And then he gets he gets just totally like killed in in the, in the Porter John, which is like the, the worst place worst place to die. The second one is from the uh, the Halloween remake yeah. with uh, with Ken Forey. Yeah. Uh, who's like sitting and he's a long haul trucker and he's just sitting in, on the can and he gets a knock on the door and he's like, Hey, it's taco Tuesday. And this taco's talking back at me. <laughs> like, that's not, and that to me is a great kill. Not for the, like how he's killed, but the, just the brutality between um, Taylor Maine, who's like the, this huge bulking guy playing Michael Myers and Ken Forey is not a tiny guy. either. No, he's a big man. And they literally apparently like just, beat the crap out of each other in this bathroom stall, just throw, you know, Ken Forey pulls his knife out, he's got his pants, his overalls around his ankles, and they're just just pounding each other to the point where, like, they're just leaves him dead and bloodied on the floor. But I was like, what a worse way to go. It always stuck out to me. Be careful when you're using well, that's the thing is, jobs I mean, and truck stop bathrooms. Like, you could get murdered in there. And that is that is reality, people. And that's the thing. is As funny as it is, too, at the same time, that's when you're literally at your most vulnerable. Like, yeah. That's literally when you're your most vulnerable. That's just one of the scariest like thoughts. Like if you go like to like a truck stop, and I, I think of actually, I mean, on the very polar opposite of movies like Dumb and Dumber, and he does, <laughs> and the guy comes, it's like, you're not gonna do no pun intended. You're not gonna do shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Get your ass kicked. Exactly. <laughs> very true. By Seabass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my number ten. This is interesting. Go ahead. 
All right, so number nine is uh, the opening sequence from the movie Ghost Ship, a wholeheartedly forgettable film, but the opening sequence... I'd save it. Pure, pure art. Uh, yeah, like, I, it, in fact, it's one of the, I think it's one of the best examples of shooting your wad right at the beginning and then have nothing left, because <coughs> that opening <laughs> sequence... That was it. Yeah, it was it. It was literally the highlight of the movie was the opening sequence. Yeah, it, it, is, it is classic. Um... And then and 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 we'll come back to it. <laughs> it may or may not <laughs> be on, the list. on my list as well. There See, I was more overlap. I was wondering um, if it. I was I was gonna I was gonna rearrange the list, but I was like, you know what? Let's let's take it as it is. There's three on this. I was worried might be on there. That was one of them That's, because it is such a memorable scene. The, it's a shitty movie, but it's not even shitty. It's just forgettable. But that opening yes. sequence is amazing. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. It's just the uh, <laughs> just the the whole scene with the little girl looking up. At the guy, yep, and just uh, all right. I'm gonna replace mine then because we're just talking about it now with something okay. else that we didn't put on the list that we I, talked about. I wonder. Okay, yeah, okay. That's I good. wonder if there's gonna be okay. That's still, interesting. Okay, okay, just asterisk. That's still the only one. Okay, yeah. and that, and I just that just speaks to how like similar but polar opposite because yours was at yours was at the second to the bottom and yours was at the second to the top. My mystery. Yeah. Got like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, so I was just like. <laughs> But <laughs> anyway, uh, badass scene. Yeah, it's a badass scene. Yeah. It's like yeah. you know, it's it's one of the greatest examples of like a creative kill. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like you know, I'm not going to go into the like the physics of it and how it would work, but it's just a <laughs> great, uh, just a great memorable massive kill. So can't go wrong with yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely, you can't go wrong. And that brings me to uh, my number nine. Uh, also has one of James's favorite. Uh, Freddy Krueger representations uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Dream Child, with uh, Super Freddy. Super um, Freddy is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite kill, though. My, no. uh, my favorite kill in that one is, uh, I really appreciated it, was uh, the Greta kill, uh, where he, she's, anybody who hasn't seen the movie, she's a very, very attractive uh, svelte model. And uh, Freddy definitely uses, there's definitely overtones of like an eating disorder yeah. there. Um, and he uses that to his advantage, just like Freddy Krueger does with anybody's weaknesses. And he ends up feeding her until her like cheeks are just bulging out. And then you look down and he's actually like feeding her her own, her own in, like intestines. Um, just the scene itself is just, just nasty. Um, just the prosthetics on her face, face with the big, bloated, um, cheeks, big yeah. bloated cheeks, like food everywhere. Um, the, the actress actually has said that she actually had to wear that thing all day and, uh, could only like eat through a straw. Apparently she was drinking like tomato soup and like, and it got inside the prosthetic and that's all she smelled like the rest of the day. So <laughs> she it was like tomato soup. It's the worst. Nothing worse than smelling tomato oh. soup after eight hours of wearing a prosthetic. So that was, that was my number nine. I wish, wish we were on your number seven, but... <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get back we'll to that. We'll come back to that. Um, so my number eight, which I think is, again, I think it's a very memorable scene, um, is uh, Day of the Dead, Captain Rhodes gets pulled apart. <sighs> I totally thought about that, too. It was, like, almost on my list. The whole choke on it scene. Dude. <laughs> Great. It's such a... I mean, the thing is, like... It's one of those things, I almost didn't put it because I feel like it's probably, you see it like every time there's like like any sort of like best of horror like or, you know, craziest scenes in horror, it's yeah. always going to pop up up in yeah. there. It's just so memorable. Um, I actually love Day, like Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead. People love them. They're classics. Um, but it always seems like people push Dawn of the Dead above Day of the Dead as far as like Dawn of the Dead is like the, the pinnacle. Sometimes I go back and forth. Sometimes I actually think Day of the Dead is his pinnacle. I mean, I think it's his most bleak. Um, there's just so many memorable sequences in it. Oh, yeah. But the, when sure. Rhodes, who's a great character, a great actor, um, uh, such a, you know, it's a, he's a despicable character. Yeah. But, um, but it's so visceral. It's actually weirdly realistic, even though of oh, yeah. the ridiculousness <laughs> of the sequence. Um, the gurgling sounds, it's just, oh, yeah. it's top notch. Oh, yeah. It's, I, it's amazing. Yeah, so I saw it again when I was like a child watching these movies I shouldn't have been watching. But I just remember being like, rewind, what? Rewind. Yeah, catches me every time too. Yeah. Like, I always forget that that's coming. Yeah. Um, 
That was so, a nice one. So my, I actually nev- know about that. <laughs> my oh, number ahead. eight is uh, from, and we talked about this. These are a lot of our movies are going to kind of fall into mainstream horror. So you'll see kind of the normal like Elm Street, uh, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday Thirteenth stuff. Mine is actually from uh, Jason Goes to Hell, and is the uh, the deputy face melt scene. Classic. So if anybody has not seen that scene uh, or seen Jason Goes to Hell, uh, Jason is a uh, kind of a. a like worm-like creature, worm demon, uh, worm, de- <laughs> worm demon uh, that is like transferred between mouth to mouth, mouth between yeah. its hosts. Uh, super weird concept, and <laughs> when it leaves your body, it deteriorates you. So the this, this sheriff, it leaves his body, and, and he just like melts, like Ark of the Covenant, like jaw on the floor, like the blob just got you, like melts from head to toe, and it is the nastiest seed ever. Um, but by far, like, probably the one, one of my top favorite kills. Like, uh, even if the movie wasn't that great, like, the, the kill itself was solid. Yeah, it's funny, because I wouldn't have even thought of that scene until you started saying it, and I do remember loving that sequence. So, that's a good choice. Yeah, that, that would have, I would have slept on that one, but that's a good choice. Yeah. I'm interested to see your number seven, though. Tanks, you still did it. So. So, so, the reason I brought it up is because it was the polar, it was, like, again, the polar opposite of uh, your number nine. Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, but you'll see. Why. It's City of the Dead, aka Gates of Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl pukes up her own guts. Ooh, which is one of so hands hands down to the Italians, they just <laughs> know how to make very like striking imagery in horror. It's true. Um, the movie itself is just it's such a great creepy movie. The whole film is worth seeing, but the sequence in the car when the girl pukes up her own guts and her eyes start bleeding and she's just giving this... She was possessed by that guy? Yeah, okay. by the, the, the okay. priest, yeah. Um, I don't even, again, I don't even know if you would consider it a classic horror kill, but it was so gruesome when I saw it, again, as a young man. Um, <laughs> it was one of the few scenes that, like, in horror movie history that really unnerved me. Just that image, just... First of all, it's so gross, and just the concept of like just she's like regurgitating her own innards. Um, the the something about the blood in the eyes was really effective. It really me. was freaky. Yeah, like, it's just super freaky, like and really sticks with you. And the whole movie was like super creepy. Um, it just like again, I think it's and again, I think it's one of those images. If you ever see any like retrospective of horror, you're gonna see either the the priest hanging in that like because it's the he's the sort of main. Uh, antagonist of the film is this priest who kills himself and um. yeah um, it's a great movie definitely check it out but uh, yeah that sequence itself it's always creepy because too like when you think about that and that's one also just like my last one that I, I would have never thought of but it's a it's a great kill but it's also like you hear stories about like people like the guy coughed so hard he coughed like his lung up yeah. <laughs> you know and that's what it always reminds me of I always used to be terrified <laughs> when I was a kid throwing up I was worried, like, you would, like, throw up your stomach. So <laughs> Those sounds were just Oh, yeah. Horrible. Well, that's the thing. And the, even the music in that scene. Yeah. yeah like, it's just... So, I, I watched it last night, uh, just that scene, in the dark, in yeah. out in the country. I, I was like, okay, that's enough. That's and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then today, that, that was, like, the first one I looked up because I wanted to watch it again while I was eating sushi today. Yeah. Oh, not, not the awesome. best environments. <laughs> also, I go back to my original statement. I stand by it of what will happen when you eat gas station sushi. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's um, what happened. Exactly. That's a possibility just for the general that was, that, I mean, that was a good one. Was, yeah. So my number seven, now this is, like, some people are going to debate this. They're going to say it's not a kill. I don't care. I'm going to put it on here anyways. It's um, your last one. <laughs> that's right. For all you listening. I don't think the guy survived, so I'm going to put it on as a kill. It is the uh, the cook from Sleepaway Camp, the pervy cook, uh, that tries to basically like sexually like assault uh, Angela, yes. the, uh, the girl, and then ends up with a whole cauldron of boiling, scalding water all over his body, and like he's bubbling up and... I mean, you, they wheel him away. I'd say they wheel him away yeah. with on the with the ambulance, but yeah. so yeah, you don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever like if he truly gets killed, but I know he doesn't come back for any of the other ones. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put him as a potential kill on the list. If if the boiling water didn't get him, probably the infection in lifetime of like looking like Freddy Krueger probably would. So um, yeah, that to me always stood out to watching Sleepaway Camp, which was like already strange and like creepy enough movies it was if you haven't seen it um add that to my list i would put that scene in my top five most deserved kills in a horror movie. i remember clapping when that <laughs> there you go that's that's also gets it 
Also another topic for another day. Exactly. Deserved kills. Deserved kills. Go ahead. All right. So my number six is a movie I feel like is woefully, should actually, should be on my next list of most uh, underappreciated horror films. And it was a scene that I still even have a hard time watching, is the movie Dagon um, uh, by Stuart Gordon, 2001, which is another movie based off of uh, H.P. Lovecraft. Um, um, the uh, I'm now blanking the actual book. In the horror, of, horror at Innsmouth, I think is the actual story. Forgive me, H.P. Lovecraft fans, that I, I'm <laughs> blanking on the name of the book it's based off of. But it's a great movie. We just lost our Ukraine following. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. You, Come gonna, back. I'm going to revoke my horror fan uh, card. I'll put Serbian film on there. I promise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would have. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> that would have been on the list, but again, I. <laughs> We gotta follow the rules. We gotta follow okay, my you gotta rules. have rules. Yeah, where to follow the rules? But so is the movie Dagon, and it's the scene where the old man gets skinned alive. And uh, it was actually I actually had a different skinned alive scene on this movie, which is a movie called Red, White, and Blue. Um, yep, it's a great movie. Not a horror movie. Not a traditional horror movie. Was that from the uh, Masters of Horror? That wasn't the Masters of Horror. No, no. One. It's it's like this indie movie. It's um. I'm blank. I love the actor in it. Um, uh, if you ever see uh, the movie um, Almost Famous, he plays the band's manager. Um, he's in it. He does it. He's great. Anyways, this just, just scene comes out of nowhere, but it works within the story. But anyways, let's go back to Dagon. Um, it's, yeah, like the protagonist of the story finds one actual human being. Uh, so the concept is, it's like all Lovecraftian. It's a little goofy, honestly. I love Lovecraft, but... They're like a half fish people cult, um, but anyways, they're going. To, they, they're trying to basically convert people over to uh, their their uh, religion and their god, worshiping their god. But they find these two humans, and they have this old man who sort of helps protect the the young protagonist. Anyway, they cut his face off, but the way they did it was so amazing. When they're tugging on his face, trying to pull his face off. It's just a great scene. It's just like it stuck. It sticks with me. Like it's it's one of those movie the scenes where like I can literally close my eyes right now and play the whole scene in my head. <laughs> and there's like there's also this like really like you it's like you, you're watching this innocent guy who this old man was helping him and he's getting his face pulled off and and he's very you know you know he's it's just a great scene. Creepy. Very creepy. Getting their face ripped off is yeah. not a good thing. It's like the. Uh, it's like the scene in Rise of the Scene in kind of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 where the guy gets his face peeled off and then he wakes up and he's got like parts of his body and he's like, oh, I'm, baby, are you okay? Yeah. It's like stretch, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, like trying to help her. Dude, you're missing your face. <laughs> like that's chivalry. Ladies, that's chivalry. Yeah. If you get your face peeled off and he's still trying to help you, that's a keeper. Put a ring on that. Exactly. It won't last. Very, it won't last very long. So you may get life insurance. Yeah. Exactly. And um, then and then uh, you inspire Jack. Uh, you know John Travolta, Nicolas Cage movies. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Face off. Face on. Which they are remaking. So. My number six is uh, one that James and I talked about. This is actually one of the ones that spurred our. I think our conversation. This was uh, the last Final Destination movie. Technically, Final Destination Five. It is the gymnast scene. Uh, which James was just telling me you just watched. Um, great scene. Of course, anybody who's seen Final Destination knows that death has a very intricate design. Um, and probably not a time that you want to be pole vaulting or doing any gymnast activities. But, um, yeah, it is very, very much like the, the fake out. Um, and yeah. she just launches off that, that, uh, the bar and lands wrong and just cr- she's in the crumple zone yeah <laughs> just folds in half <laughs> the worst part of that whole thing is just the twitch yes the like, twitch she's the not hand. even just straight dead she's like a, like a like a little bit like a like a little twitch like uh, still a lot better you step on a cockroach yeah exactly like <laughs> yeah guts hanging out the butt but it's still twitching yeah. don't know how it's alive um yeah creepy out bones crushed spine sticking out so it's uh, still twitching in there it's amazing um, even like the beginning of the the thing that ca- the cows are seeing when the girl steps on the screw too, yeah. that's what kicks off. Even yeah. that is like, ugh. Like, yeah, just the thought alone. Like, I was like, oh, like, is she gonna? Is this playing? Is death playing the long game? Is she gonna step on that and get tetanus? Exactly. <laughs> like, and then I was like, wanting to step on a nail. I've stepped on a dozen nails, but I step on a screw. Yeah, you get kind of screws in there. That, you gotta yeah. unscrew it out. Oh, it's not good. That's rough. <laughs> not good. All right. So my number five is 
one I was tempt, tempted not <clears throat> to put on the list because it sort of breaks my rules is this movie Bone Tomahawk, oh, which great movie. Which I won't even get into unpacking all of the controversy over that director and his work. Um, but Bone Tomahawk was a movie. First off, great cast, amazing cast. It's actually just a great film. But is it true horror? I don't know. It's actually Amazon qualifies it as. Uh, uh, um, Western horror. So if Amazon qualifies it, I was like, oh, that's good enough for me. There we go. But it's basically this, this, this um, kind of uh, lost tribe of Native Americans who they call, um, uh, they're like, consider them like Neanderthals, which mm. again, there's a political mm. thing to that, which I'm not going to touch with the 10 foot pole right now. <laughs> but, um, but just taking the movie on its merits, it's this brutal vicious western um and then the kills that happen towards the very end of the movie are insane specifically this scene where one of the characters gets cut open his entire sternum gets cut open and they stick hot coals in his guts and Ugh. it's i mean the whole thing is so brutal and vicious there's so many elements it, it, even in the scene that are like really unnerving even to the the tribe themselves uh just a it's just even thinking about it is kind of weird me out a little bit. It's just a very brutal. This is your list. My <laughs> list. Yeah. James scares himself. Yeah. It's just such That's a, how brutal it it's is. It's just such a vicious sequence, and like, yeah, so it's good stuff though. It's good filmmaking. That's that's all it needs to be. Brutal. <laughs> I mean, literally the uh, gory, brutal scenes. Um, and it can happen. Yeah. yeah Look at happen. My number five. I, uh, I would say. It's brutal for a lot of reasons, but it's also just great. Uh, Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell, and and it is the end. Yep. When she gets dragged to hell. Yep. Uh, just, you know, between, like, the demon hands pulling her down, like, she's getting, like, sucked into the lake of fire. Her, like, face pretty much, like, melts, melts off. off. You just see the eye and the hand, and poor Justin Long. He's just standing there. He's like, hey, I just wanted to give you back your button. I thought you just lost the button. Uh, poor Justin Long. <laughs> He does a farewell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that always like didn't really see that coming. Like thought she was gonna win. She didn't win. No, Nobody it's, wins. It's same maybe movie, so he should have been in more uh, horror movies, I think. Justin Long? Yeah. He was good. He was in Tusk. That almost made my list, but he was in he, uh, but he lived. Jeepers Creepers. <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like in, with yeah. Jeepers, it was good. Yeah. And the second one where you see his face, that was awesome. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. We want to talk about uh, that director though. Yeah, we won't this, talk about controversy. In this, yeah, in this podcast, we will uh, we will not talk about Victor Silva in yeah. his Jeepers Creepers franchise. Um, Child rapist. Yeah. Anyways. Asshole. All right, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you know what? I like the Creeper. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. 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 I, like, I, like, very... I like the movies. Eh, even if even if I like the director. Yeah. Well, yeah. My favorite movie is Gladiator. If that means anything, you know, I, I, I'm not a Roman fan. You know? uh, see, the thing is, Roman plan. I mean, yeah. uh, Rosemary's Baby is probably my favorite yeah. movie of all time. Yeah. I always say that. It's a, I mean, hey, you know what, just, Knife in the Water. The, I mean, he's a great director. I, he's a shitty we, person. And we he, have to separate the art from the art. And deserves true. to die. But yeah, I will still absolutely. continue to enjoy his art. Very true. Yeah. Very true. But yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Pretty brutal. And I love Sam Raimi. Yeah, and it's just a, yeah. it's just a very, I mean, I actually think that movie's highly underrated. I think it works start to finish. I think there's actually a ton of really, like, creepy moments and like, ugh, like, like just a oh, yeah. gross moment. I mean, just gross. The yeah. movie's gross. Maybe that's on our decks on the read the yeah. list. I'm make sure I remember that. Um, so my number four is a movie I'm, I used to be ashamed to admit that I loved. It's awesome. Um, and until I started wrote knowing I wasn't alone in my love for the movie 13 Ghosts, the remake. I literally, Ghosts. I love that movie. And I literally just watched it last night and that was the whole prompt it could be. I had to stop watching it making this damn list because it kept changing my mind. So, I think, first off, the, um, I mean, there's things about, like, the ghost of the girl from the 50s who has the most obvious implant, like, cannonball implants. It's like, what is happening here? Um, I, don't want, I know what scene you're going to say, too, but I'm going to wait for you to say it. But, yeah, so it's when the lawyer gets cut in half by the glass door. Of course. It was when I saw that the movie, the, I saw the movie in the theater, and I was like, Look, this movie might be kind of dumb. This movie might be kind of silly, but that is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's great. It's just such a great. I mean, there's been other tons of sequences where people get like cut in half by like lasers, or whatever. But there was just something so perfect about 
that like version of being dissected. I also I, really liked it. I also really liked when they uh, the woman gets her head uh, crushed between the two glass plates. Yes, that's another. as well, which is a great squish. I, always a fear of mine in closed spaces, anyways, and then getting trapped in like having that crush you to death. Like yeah. um, Matthew Lillard's death was cool. Now one, yeah, he you think his, he makes it, and then he doesn't. Yeah, yeah and he doesn't. Matthew Lillard was then, so Matthew. That's ultimate Matthew Lillard. Yeah, yeah. that was extreme Matthew Lillard. Yeah. like. That was like scream Matthew Lillard times two. Yeah, <laughs> fun, um, fun fact. It, it was it was a she's all that Matthew Lillard. Times it, two. Oh my god! Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 skis out, no, 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 serial killer Ma- Matthew Lillard from Hackers. Oh, I liked him though. That was my favorite. That was my first introduction to Matthew Lillard, and by far my uh, favorite computer movie. And got me into computers. If I'd never yeah. seen Can that movie, we also give Matthew Lillard a. Uh, and uh, also, he's an honorary horror nerd because he plays a horror nerd in uh, Serial Mom, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, great John Waters yeah, film, too. Yeah. Also very underrated. Yes. Matthew Lillard, underappreciated. He's underappreciated. He's great. Hey, Not today, what? sir. Not you today. What? You know what? <laughs> I will this. Fight me. He's a damn fine Shaggy. He's, he's a great Shaggy. He's the perfect. Who else is going to do yeah. Shaggy? No one's going to do Shaggy, you know? <laughs> anyway, anyhow. Much respect to Matthew Lillard. Uh, we had number four. Four scene. The basketball scene from Deadly Friend. Uh, great, great Wes Craven movie. Christy Swanson. Love Christy Swanson. Um, and on top of that, uh, Mama Fratelli gets her face bashed in with a basketball. Oh! Uh, I was like, what are you? I'm trying to think of Deadly Friend, but yeah. once one of the greatest yeah. scenes in history. Pass the ball. Boom. Boom. Head explodes. And you know, it's great because it's like, at the time, the effects were like, he definitely sees a dummy that yeah. explodes. But it's just number one, having watched the Goonies, and you know that it's like Mama Fratelli from there. And like, you know, I call it, and she was extremely mean in the movie, too. I don't think she ever played a throw. I think she was a throw mama from the train. Too, I was going right? to say, she's mama from throw mama she's, from the train. Yeah. Nobody wants, nobody likes mama. Like, no mama for telly, no mama and deadly friends. She's a meanie. God, uh, that's such a great scene. Gets, I, heads exploded when, by Chrissy Swanson's uh, reanimated uh, friend. Um, I used to get a lot of uh, mileage out of that GIF. Yeah. It's always, 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 always great. Um, so yeah, that was that's my number four classic scene. Love that movie. That is a damn fine scene. So number three, I had to choose one, and this is still, I think, my favorite. There's a like I said, we were talking earlier. This whole list could be nothing but scenes from Final Destination because sure. that's really what the movie is. Yeah. It's literally just reasons to. Yeah. Kill people creatively yeah, yeah. in really crazy ways. You got, but still, you got I think Final Destination and ABC's of Death. Yeah, <laughs> I still think my favorite of any of them, though, even though the, the cheerleader one is top notch, is still the guy that gets crushed by the pane of glass. Oh, that's so awesome. a great one. Uh, part two, yeah, and he's supposed to be like this fifteen-year-old kid too, which is great. Um, but yeah, he gets racked. Yeah, and, and the thing crumples. is, one of the reasons it made me put this on this list is because I watched it in slow motion. And it's incredible how they pulled that scene off. Yep. It literally looks like a, some human being is getting cry- like the it was the artistry of that scene, <laughs> the creative vision was well done. It's I feel like haunting. I feel like we could do a whole segment dedicated to the top five kills of Final Destination. Final Destination. That's that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. That's, that's a great that's idea because there's so many. Of there's them. so many. I mean, like, the law. I mean, there's yeah, just yeah. even in that same movie, the whole log scene. I still can't. I, I, I can't, still can't do travel that. behind a log. I drive an hour. Hour. You know, I live out in, in comfort, and there's always round things yeah. behind trucks. I'm like, okay, later's yeah, get into a different <laughs> lane because it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Anything <laughs> that's pointing out the back of a truck, I'm like, nope. I mean, there's actually a great meme of it shows. A freeway, and there's a, a truck with all these metal tubes and stuff, and then it, it's you know bumper to bumper traffic, but there's nobody behind it, and it just says, <laughs> "Looks like all these people have seen the Final Destination." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah, but that's, that, yeah. that glass, yeah, yeah. Again, it's just so that's... brutal, and again, it just it, they pulled it off really well. So my number three, obviously, we talked about was was the opening scene of Ghost Ship. Still a great. Uh, Great opening scene. Um, now, it was actually a toy between this one and Event Horizon. I uh, say. Because Event Horizon, but I felt like there wasn't enough. Like, so if anybody's seen Event Horizon, there's a very, like, minimal um, scene of, like, hell scene. Like, you don't see a lot of it. It's all on the screen. So I didn't feel like it would do it justice. So, but I will change it just solely because we already talked about this. And I'm going to change it to a scene that James and I were talking about. That creep chains out, which is the Blob remake, nineteen eighty eight. Um, 
and Kevin Dillon's hair in that entire movie. Yes. No, I'm kidding. That's, yes, that's that the is, true horror. That is scary. I watched that the movie. The hair plus his weird <laughs> horse face. You commented on it. We did. You saw it that same day from I last did. I went home and watched it, and I was like, damn, you're right. I'm like, he, he, he looks like he looks you know like a he looks mom. Like? He, he looks, looks like a mom like... leaving divorce court. Yeah, well, yeah, he looks like he has divorced single mom hair. That's right. But he also looks like if a caveman discovered meth. <laughs> I said, you know, in, in one of the original podcasts, we're talking about like uh, talking about um, movies. Oh. I always said that that's what uh, that's what Dolly Dearest looked like for the eighties movie. It's like if 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 like uh, Annabelle discovered meth for the first time and then was a doll. Um, but the thanks scene, for the name of the episode, by the way. Game yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Caveman> discovers meth. <laughs> um, in this one, I'm going to go with the uh, the scene that we talked about, where the guy literally gets pulled down the drain, a full human. Down the drain by the blob, like by far amazing. Never gets old at any time. Never, never. Every time you watch it, um, yeah, it's terrible. Like down to like the legs sticking out is like ah, legs twitching. Um, yeah, just the power of the blob never goes. Right. I just wanted to be put on record that I didn't put it on my list solely because I thought Derek was going to put it on his list. And just so I didn't put it on my list solely because of the fact that I thought James is definitely going to put it on yeah. his list. Um, and then I found out like we didn't put it on either one of our lists for like crap. One of us should have put it on there. So it made its way on there. I feel like we, we've had one overlap so far. I feel like, I feel I feel like, like I'm going to have to coordinate the list better. That way it comes out better for better uh, podcasting. That, that's okay. It, it's funny anyway, so all right. Your number two. So my number two, again, has to start with a caveat. Derek knows my well. I do not like this movie. <laughs> In fact, it's probably the most angry I've ever been in a movie theater. Uh, I'm laughing already. Um, the opening... I don't want to get into it. Anyways. Um, but while the conceit of the movie is terrible and garbage, my number two movie is from High Tension. And it's pretty much the whole opening sequence of the movie. The whole, like... Or the whole, like, really, like, when the action gets started. But specifically, it's when the poor dad gets his head stuck between the banister... And then his head is literally crushed off of his body by a nice Danish uh, sideboard. Like, just <laughs> brutal. Like, yeah, it is. It's one thing we talked about that. Like, for whatever you may or may not like about psychological foreign films, um, that w- whatever you don't like about it is made up in brutality in yeah. that movie. Um, the whole movie gets sucked, but it, it's got some really brutal scenes. The, the actual, like, the horror aspect. And then, the, I mean, while, like... I struggle with putting martyrs on this list, but there's no real, like, it's one long torture scene, so it's not even, like, a kill. It's, like, I think martyrs what I think, the greatest of all of the, the French extreme uh, horror films. I think it's just a great movie, and the ending is, I think it's one of the greatest endings in cinema oh, yeah. history. But, to me, High Tension is still, at its root, a stalk and kill horror movie. Yeah. Um, and that's why I put it on this list. And, again, that kill... Gets you every time. Yeah, I mean, if if it didn't if the, if it didn't have the kill, I would it would be the most irredeemable movie for its pure <laughs> stupidity. Sorry, high tension fans, that that's movie is trash. Bad. We're gonna get into pure stupidity with my next one, um, but I will I will say this: number one, I like this movie. I don't care what anybody says. It is a fun movie to watch, and this is a great kill. It is from Jason X, uh, Uber Jason, and it is the dried ice face smash. Oh, such a good scene! scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you talked about Mythbusters. No, it couldn't happen. But still, I love the fact that, like, just the, the lab tech gets her face dumped in dried ice, freezes while she's screaming, and then just gets smashed yeah. against Sub-Zero the table. Um, yeah. I'm actually <laughs> mad at myself for forgetting, because that scene is one of my favorite horror kills of all time. I love Jason X. Yeah. I know it's a terrible movie, but it's great. I actually... Jason in the future. Yeah. I mean, that's all I gotta say. I think like, cool cyborg Jason is dope as hell. Yeah, yeah Uber. <laughs> it just shows you the downfalls of technology. That's all. The whole saying. movie is like as if a 13-year-old kid wrote a, a horror movie. Uh, I mean, there's, there's He's like, what would be yeah. cool, cooler than Jason? You know, I didn't realize... Cyborg Jason? <laughs> well, well right. the thing is, I don't know if Genius. you've ever seen the, scene, the director who made the movie... But he's in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's was only like twenty three when he wrote it, so that is pretty close to like yeah. yeah that's like college like, years, yeah, half college years. Uh, yeah. He plays <laughs> plays one of the guys playing virtual reality. What he plays if the bald the bald like head guy. Jason was like in space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like a, a fever dream where you're like a little too high, and then yeah. you're like waxing intellectually at Taco Bell. 
And then you like, just write about it for like, whatever yeah, reason. Write about it. And then somebody <laughs> picks it up because they think it's we got to revive the, sh- the franchise. But overall, it is probably like the funnest Friday the Thirteenth movie. I really enjoy watching. Um, so I had to I had to put it on there. That's a great that's a great kill. It's a great number two. Yeah, I yeah. like that. But do you it's see how like yeah. polar opposite y'all are, but still the, a cohesive unit? Like, yeah, we appreciate yeah. we appreciate yeah. it's so each other's perspective. Yeah. I'm interested to see his number one though. Like, if I know what his number ten is, I I, I am oh, dying man. to see. That fucked me up. Yeah, the number one is pretty brutal. Um, are we on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. So Ernest scared stupid. Well, I went from one <laughs> French uh, extreme horror film Holy to shit. another. Oh. For the movie Inside. Uh, yeah, and, I know what you're talking about. You know, I, cringing. Already. I that movie was built really up for me, and I remember watching it and being like, "Well, it's an interesting movie. It's a little kind of like, you know, ex." No, I mean, the, the, so for those who haven't seen the movie, it's literally about a woman, a pregnant woman, is stuck in her own home, and this lady breaks in and is just trying to take her baby. And uh, the end of the movie, spoiler. Um, the lady gets cut open and her uh, the unborn fetus cut out. You know what the scariest part of that movie is? Is like I've read like three true stories where that's happening. Yep, exactly. It's which very is like terrifying. Yep, like absolutely. It's space. Yep. yep. There's a yeah. There's the whole like yeah. psychological syndrome for yeah. women. It's that, the hard part when you watch horror movies and also watch the ID channel pretty religiously that you're like crap. <laughs> yes, that's a lot of overlap. Yeah, here. that's my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> investigation, discovery, it's and like horror your movies. Venn diagram yeah. of, of kills like, overlap. Like, I, uh, wanted, uh, I also want to preface this by saying I actually saw this movie for the first time like three months after my son was born. Oh uh, shit! Way to go. So, which was a. Uh, Probably a mistake. <laughs> well, yeah. a mistake would have been... Oh, you said three months before or after? Three, I'm sorry, three months after, not three okay. months before. Okay, so three months before would have been the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay, so the so right before, you know, the, the baby gets, you know, uh, you know, released, the guy in the house... So it's... I, I, from the scene... I haven't seen the whole movie. I just looked up the clip because you sent it to me. Uh, so it's not a zombie movie at all? No. Okay. <laughs> No, <laughs> that was a reason. Like, no, okay. Now, the only reason I said that is because with that guy and like that was like looking at the at the at the wall or whatever. She thought it was the officer. Turns around, he gets killed. Don't remember uh, that part. Are we talking about the same movie? Very much so. I saw the baby get hit. Maybe not. <laughs> I saw a baby. Um. Well, I think there's. So I want to say there was a remake though. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, I'll send you the link later. <laughs> do I need to rewatch this movie? I think you you might need to because there is there there is there's a zombie in it. It it, it it's a, a guy and attacks her, but it's like really slow. Oh! And she's like office like right before the kill happens, right the 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 woman's in the corner, the the woman that you know take you know kills her and takes the baby or whatever. Woman's in the corner and she doesn't have a lot of hair. I mean, she looked very disfigured. Yeah. And, and then that guy attacks her. It, it attacks the the pregnant the lady. Woman, the pregnant woman, and then the lady, uh, the the disfigured woman, yeah. stabs him like an armpit. We're gonna have to go back and watch it. I'm gonna have to rewatch we'll this movie. Apparently, <laughs> are we talking about the same movie? I'll Is send it to you. Okay. I watched it. I was because it's still pretty fucked up, <laughs> and it was foreign. Yeah, it's a French yeah, film. Yeah. Who who cuts her open? The disfigured woman. Okay, so yeah. Why don't I remember hmm. the cop aspect of that? It wasn't a cop. It was like her accomplice? But, but she thought it was a cop. She goes, like, officer? She was confused by who it was. Hmm. I'll, I'll send you the link right All now, right. actually. I send the link, and then we're going to circle back around it, and we're going to talk about the next... We're going to talk about your number. No, no, I'll, I'll just send it to yeah. you for, you know, yeah, for validation no. later. Do I get my number one now? Please. <laughs> Maybe you'll remember all the details of yours. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> right? It actually wasn't her. <laughs> That's it. So my number one, I think it was my number one for two reasons. Number one, I thought, to me, it's a super iconic death. And it really, like, I think this is a movie that as much as people want to pan it, like, really kind of, I really enjoyed it. I saw it three times in one day when it first came out. Um, it was uh, the Drew Barrymore kill scream, scene from Scream. Um, just the fact that she was like, especially on the scene at the very end, like, if you slow-mo that, like, she is strung up on the tree, guts hanging out, like, 
brutalize the, like the build up to it though was intense because I mean that's like the first like the first type of its genre, right? Like Scream, like really they did so many different things. It, it definitely revitalized like the teen slasher movie, but on top of that, um, you don't ever expect like a high list that's celebrity it. like Drew Barrymore yeah. to get brutalized at the very beginning of a movie. Yeah, you really think she's going to be this? Even the, all the advertisements, it she's was it. it was sold the, as a Drew like she was all over the, all the advertisements for she's it. She's on the poster. Like now, like I will say this much, that also <laughs> led a lot of like segue into like all the other type of movies that like put one person on the poster that's like high celebrity and they're only in for like two minutes as well. But I feel like her screen time uh, really like took it up a notch. So right. like I'm sure. We said there's a lot of other like brutal kills. That's one that always sticks out for me. I remember I'm gonna date myself here. I remember watching the laser disc um, oh, yeah. version of it where it had like the additional like opening scenes um, of the movie and they had like the whole opening scene where they showed like the full thing. It was like the uncensored version. Oh wow. And it was great. Like I really was um, super iconic for me and that's that's why it's my number one. Yeah, it was actually it was such a actually really First off, it invented post it didn't invent postmodern horror, but it popularized the idea yeah. of postmodern the self referential horror film, the um, meta the meta as the meta as I would say yeah, yeah. Um, and it was really um, it was unexpected. I mean, again, that hadn't happened since Psycho, where it was like yeah. you th- it's kind of a story of you think this one character is yeah. going to be the leading character, and then nope, you get kill her off at the beginning. But it was just a really well done scene. It was. We we now know it is this famous scene, but like I said, seeing in the theater it was actually super creepy. Um, it really like I think it affected audiences, and again, killing off your lead actress like that in a very brutal yeah. way. Like, well, it was yeah. I thought it was a joke the first time I saw, I saw it in theaters too. When I was a teenager, not even probably like twelve, eleven or twelve, and things like oh okay, it's kind of like a funny gag, you know, boyfriend's gonna surprise Drew Barrymore, right. psych. Yeah, you, <laughs> even her boy, boyfriend like. They flip the lights on, man. He's he's gutted. His guts are like hanging out. They're falling on the floor. Like that's like yeah. right away. You're like, wow, this is gonna be, this is gonna be way more brutal than what you would anticipate. Like in a movie. One of my favorite uh, murder quotes too. Like my dad's gonna be so pissed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Matthew Lillard. Also Matthew Lillard. Yeah, I mean, he takes it zero to hundred. He's probably by far like, uh, in that movie, one of my favorite characters. In that movie, because you think he's just a, a, a dopey guy, he's a dopey killer, yeah. Um, but you think he's just kind of a normal, like, teen. I would know at that time, it was 1996 when it came out, like, I was yeah. in high school, like, I knew guys like that, like, they were the Matthew Lillards, like, having parties at their parents on the weekends, yeah. And um, I still call Ray Donovan cotton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was definitely he'll always be cotton weary. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of hate the films for launching the career of Jamie Kennedy, but um. <laughs> you know I love Jamie Kennedy. Full disclosure, I'd be lying if I didn't say I really liked his character when the movies came out. He was the character, of course, those of us nerds who yeah. like horror movie fans he wasn't, relate to. He wasn't a representation uh, of that. <laughs> I, I always wanted him to do, Kevin Williams is listening or anybody has the rights, I always thought it would have been great to play the greatest trick ever. And have him be the true mastermind behind it all. Because he knew it all. Like he yeah. was like, and not to be killed it. off. Yeah. In, not to be killed off in part two. Like it was all, it was all a great, uh, great illusion because of the fact that in part three they talked about how the Roman Bridger, the producer, was also the mastermind. I'm like, that guy knows special effects. Like he did it on himself. Like why couldn't it be Jamie Kennedy and him like teaming up? The Legit. two horror nerds, right? Legit. Yeah, James. I mean, we just need to write that stuff. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my number one. That's. I, it's super iconic. Yours is super fucked up. I, if it's the right one, yeah, that, yeah. that's fine. It, it's the best of both worlds, yeah. you know. Something. And upon reviewing it, it is a cop. He is a cop. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're a cop that arrives. It but was just act, just act strangely though. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, you know. yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I did have the right movie. Yeah, right. Um, real quick before we end this, I just want to ask: if in cinema history, who do you think is the best? Of all movies, the best representation of, or your favorite representation of a horror movie fan in a movie? Wow. Wow. That is a really, really good question. I In any movie? Any movie. I would probably say the two dudes from Summer School. Chainsaw and Dave! Chainsaw that Dave. was my answer! Chainsaw and Dave. <laughs> yeah. Summer School. For summer School. Great movie. Uh, 
only got them to do their homework by watching Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. I don't know how many times my parents were like, like my dad's like, I'll take you to go see that movie if you just get that homework done. And I'm like, <laughs> on it. Like, book report written, let's go. Let's get in the car. Um, They're fashion icons. They're yeah. whole ensemble. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. trying to re recreate yeah. that look now in, in this yeah. stage of my life. I was like, <laughs> I told my wife, I'm like, do you mind if I wear berets and trench coats and uh, <laughs> suspenders? And she's like, I don't care what you do. Do, do what you want to do. That's, yeah. Well, that is, that is by far the, the best, though. Well, thank you again, guys. Uh, it's been fun. We actually shortened it up a little bit by 10 minutes. Hey. Right on. <laughs> so um, I, I look forward to the next one. And, of course, you know, this releases, you know, Tuesday. We record this on a Monday. So, which is October first, the start of horror fanatics' favorite month, yeah. of, you know, of all time. So, and I, I will also say that I uh, give a quick shout out to uh, to Stephen. You know who you are uh, for That's giving right. this idea because uh, Stephen is somebody we work with. Uh, came by my desk shortly after the last podcast and listening to it, and was like, "Hey, you guys should do uh, listen to the podcast. I'm not a big horror movie fan, but you guys should do this." Um, and yeah, like, he said a, he's not a horror fan, and then proceeded to give three great, fantastic great ideas. <laughs> so we're like, um, so I, I mentioned to James, I'm like, we should totally do that. And then it yeah. was it was on. Um, so yeah, I think like if, if you uh, if you guys know us, like you think of ideas, or hey, put it put it on the website. Like yeah, you, you know, put yeah. A post. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Twitter underscore. I mean at Tank underscore Rodriguez or the Tank Rodriguez on Instagram. If you have any ideas. Uh, about you want to hear, or if you know, if you had any, if you miss, if they, you think the guys missed anything, you know, or of a glorious kill, I mean, we let them know. But I mean, if you think we, they just didn't, kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> they didn't. But I mean, if you think you have something that should be on the list, that should be on the list, let us know. Uh, but I look forward to it next time. I think we're actually going to be doing like a big kind of thing for horror. Yeah, yeah. For horror this month, so yeah. uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, I appreciate you uh, letting me hang out with y'all. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you uh, just being moderating, still wanting to hang out with us. Yeah, yeah no. thinking, like we're we're weirdos. No, uh, but officially now. No, but I really appreciate it, guys. And uh, yeah, thank you again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Spotify, uh, rate us on iTunes. Still working on the YouTube. It'll be up soon, I promise. Uh, but yeah, until the next time, have a great day, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.